Welcome back, boys and girls, children of all ages. Liberals are even welcome here on Stand and Fight with Nick Schroer as we head into the championship rounds. We have been elevated. We've been called up to the big time. I'm here with Phil and the madman himself, Eric Michael, two first names. We've got two hours every Sunday now. If you miss us, go to Spotify, iTunes, uh, SR1 podcast. Go to, and the app is going to be bigger, bolder, oh, yeah. better oh, yeah. than ever before. Yep, starting in March. Mm-hmm. It's on steroids. It is hit the age of maturity. Stand and fight with Nick Schroer. For majority. <laughs> so we are looking good. And you can go to the Newstock STL app or stream us live every Sunday. But holy hell, it's been a week. Yeah, to say the least. Like, do you guys feel like, okay, so we're, we're going to start a, start it off with something really big, but do you feel like you've been in a wormhole or the upside down or for the old guys in the room, the, uh, the twilight, the zone. twilight yeah. zone. Yeah. It, nothing seems to make sense anymore. Uh, the, the more logical approaches to things are the first things that they discard. It, I just, I don't understand really the direction when they talk about protecting us and then just completely disregarding our protections. Now, when you say who, gentlemen, who are you referring to? Our current administration, all the heads of our, you know, our alphabet agencies, just anybody. Big government. Big brother. Everybody. Well, there's, there's a lot to talk about. So let's give you a synopsis of what you're going to expect in the six championship rounds as we put the stranglehold on the liberal lunacy. Number one, Red Dawn. And I don't care if it's the one with Thor or the one with Patrick Swayze. Red Dawn is here. Eric's never seen it. We'll jump into details here shortly. But here in the state of Missouri, even though we had the the Chinese spy balloon from hell come through, we also have ed reform. Education reform is here. We started off the debate this week, and Phil got to experience a little bit of the Capitol himself this week. I felt like a Cub Scout. <laughs> so you're you might be back this week. I'm coming back. I'll give you I'll give you a little uh, something to think about whenever we come back. And number three, Gotham City is here. Whether you yeah. look in the city of St. Louis, uh, Chicago, Gotham City, what you see in comic books where the lunatics are running the asylum, uh, the animals running the zoo. It is here and it is something that the Democrats are running crazy on. So not to be distracted by everything that that is going on in the world. We do have to look at the shiny object for a second. And that was a massive friggin balloon (laughs) that came through our nation untouched. It's like, you know, if it would have had, I think it was Greg Gutfeld said this, if it would have had a MAGA hat on, <laughs> yeah, that thing yeah. would have been shot down before it ever reached our border. But it's, it's being treated just like illegal immigrants, just like the drugs coming through. Something that could p- pose a harm to our nation is just let right on through. And let's go back to about a week ago. As everyone knows, I mentioned it on the show, I go down so many different rabbit holes and start researching and 
Eric, before you got here today, Phil and I were just discussing some some crazy occurrences in New Zealand, some other stuff. And, you know, Phil's not the conspiracy theorist type of guy. He's not the rabbit hole type of guy. <clears throat> but he's where I was about a year and a half ago. Where yeah. it's like, all right, these things aren't aren't connecting. <laughs> right. So I do go down the rabbit holes. And I'm like, all right, is this something that's that's plausible? Is it something that I need to look into a little bit more like the JFK assassination? Right. There's a lot there where you're like, uh, even Martin Luther King Jr. assassination. Yeah. There's some connections there. Let's continue looking. I came across a video last week. And I know when this initial balloon, when the initial quote unquote Chinese China spy balloon came through, I had texted you guys. And I'm like, uh, <clears throat> I don't know if I'm clairvoyant. I don't know if if the, the Internet has scrubbed this video. But I saw the video of the guy looking at the, the night sky. You can see the moon coming up. And then he says, but what is that? I've got my planet app. I've got my star app. There's nothing there. So what is it? And that was about a week ago. I remember seeing that, and I started kind of going, like, okay, is there a, a satellite coming through? Is there a, a meteor? Because I remember there was a talk around that time about some big meteor that's going to come through. Right. No, it is nowhere on the Internet until I saw it again the other day when I texted you saying, all right, there's a uh, there's reports from the Pentagon, the Chinese spy balloon. And then I started asking the questions, well, why can't I find it anywhere? Right. If this video truly was a week ago, why are we just now hearing about it? And I did see that what you know what I texted you guys uh, last week. There are reports that yeah they've been sitting on this evidence for about a week. So you admit to your point that China, the Pentagon says oh yeah it's a Chinese balloon, they're spying on us, but we're not going to do anything about it. China says eh, yeah it, it's a balloon, it does have some some technology on there. It's really not ours. I think it's a some guy that had it. It just kind of got off course. And it's just so happened to be hovering over military bases. <laughs> wow. Huh. Yeah. So, there, I mean, there, there are several military, like uh, the Whiteman Air Force Base. Yeah. Went yeah. right over it. What is it looking for? There, there are theories out there now, whether you listen to Rogan or any of those guys that put the facts right in front of you. There's theories right now that this, this could be a test run for, what, the EMP mm -hmm. explosions? Right. Which could shut down the grid. So... Let's take you back to a week uh, when I saw this video, thought I was going crazy this week when I saw, OK, they're, they're saying it's a Chinese uh, spy balloon. They're saying it could have come through Canada. Whoa, what the hell does Canada? You know, what, what are they doing in this situation? Well, if you go back 2021 and 2022, nobody really talks about the fact that Canada brought in the Chinese Communist Party to do military training exercises in Canada. Yeah. Boots on the ground in Canada. Uh, I'd heard reports of it even a couple years ago. Uh, with at the time, it was I heard numbers of you know five thousand, ten thousand, even up to fifty thousand. The uh, the Chinese troops. Yeah, I I just don't understand how you're going to let other countries do military, uh, whether it's just doing games or tactical warfare exercise, well, whatever their adversary is. Somebody who's like, when you think of the countries that hate us and actually could do something about it, Russia, China, and yeah. Iran. Yeah. And you've and, got and even, uh, and was it uh, North Korea? Oh yeah. North Korea yeah. as well. I, I don't think that you would invite the enemy into your own house and say, go ahead. Do your thing, especially when China just what a year ago had all of those plans of our uh, our Navy ships. Mm -hmm. And it was a mock situation where they say, oh, you know, if anything ever does pop, oh, we're just Boom. getting ready. We're just getting yeah. ready. Then this happens. And, and, and we'll get into 
where Iran and where Russia and all the other ones come into play. But let me fast forward. It comes through, uh, like you said, everybody knew it was coming. People took pictures. People took videos. I wrote a letter to the governor saying, look, uh, this, this, <laughs> these are uninvited guests. Yeah. Uh, if this was a drone coming over our military bases, coming over uh, our, our government bases, we would shoot the damn thing down. Yeah. But it was twenty to 50,000 feet up in the air. I've got a couple clips here I'm going to play. Um, as of yesterday... This is a this is a Fox News alert that people in Montana are denying. I'm talking about the elected officials, the connected people, people in the federal government are trying to deny or at least say, oh, we don't know what's going on. We've got the actual video. We've got Fox News alerts. We've got an interview with the lady who actually filmed it. But there's another balloon in Central America. There's another balloon in Latin America. Yeah. yeah. And then there's another balloon in uh, or there's something that just exploded last night over Montana. Fox News alert, breaking video out of Montana shows what appears to be an explosion in the sky over the city of Billings. Oof. Wow, we're still working to clear up what's happening there. They're even speechless. Yeah. But <laughs> we, we actually have, and I, I had to save this because the thing that I didn't do last time with that initial video was just save it. I just bookmarked it. And it was taken down off of uh, social media. But I came across late last night an interview with the lady who uh, just so happened to record that. A Billings West End woman is going viral tonight on social media after capturing something unforgettable on her cell phone. Dolly Moore tells me that she heard jets fly over her house. Everything started to shake, and that's when she decided to grab her cell phone. I'm going to catch it on my phone this time. Dolly Moore says she barely had time to think and instead just started rolling. And all I could think was, oh my gosh, this is happening again from two nights ago. All the commotion started around 440 when she was finishing up her work day. This big window in her home office looked south. She was watching when all of a sudden... It was this big explosion in the sky and all this debris started just slowly coming down like it was big smoke. Those images took social media by storm. I'm not a big Twitter person, so just like, well, I'll, just, I'll just tweet it and like... This is, oh my gosh, this is what I just got. But here's where the mystery continues. We reached out to Sheriff Mike Linder, who says there's been no verification of the video from others. Meanwhile, the city tweeting out this, saying they're aware of the video, but they haven't been called to any incidents related to it, and nothing was picked up. I've actually seen other people on social media that say, hey, this is my house. I live right down the street. I'm looking at it right there. There's the big thing in the sky. It's not that hard. Right. So it begs the question, why does government, because I, I, I'm the one who saw this on social media a week ago. I'm the one who saw this with my own eyes as well. Why is it that our own government, and maybe we can go down where I think you were trying to go down. Why is the government automatically saying, hey, it's it's China? And I know they're not good folks over there. I know they don't want what's good for America. Right. At least their government. It, exactly. Yeah. So why, why are we so chomping at the bit? to get rid of these social media apps that people are able to share their own personal personal stories. Because I can tell you right now, if it wasn't for social media, I wouldn't have seen the Billings, Montana initial video of the guy who recorded it. Media scrubbed it, pushed it off a week later. Then it's, oh, it's breaking news. This video, I mean, it, it's a weird world that we live in. I don't know where to, where, to, where to go from here, but it just pisses me off 
that this spy thing was coming over every damn state and nobody's doing anything about it. <laughs> Whenever I look at, at the whole situation, and I always go back. Remember when uh, when the, the hammer attack first came out? Hammer time. The first reports that started coming out, and when you talk about the media scrubbing it off, they I, I can't remember if they suspended or fired the, the guy that started reporting on it. Yeah. And then it was they came up with their own spin on what the whole story was going to be. But now you flash forward to that news report. They had no idea what it was. They were completely speechless. Nobody from what from uh, from the uh, producers gave them any kind of thing to go on. There wasn't like a oh hey, it, anytime there's a UFO, it's a weather balloon. Just say it's a, a weather balloon. You know they didn't know what it was. It was going over restricted airspace. They took precaution. They just shot it down. You know they they did the weather balloon thing down in Roswell, and they've <laughs> so they've they've been well. The guys in Kansas City when it came through yesterday. Air traffic control. We're gonna we're gonna end round one with a little bit of this. This is actual audio, and I'll, I'll cut in if it's hard to, to hear because some of it is actual audio from the air traffic controllers and pilots that saw this thing dipping, dropping twenty thousand feet in seconds. At American seventeen forty three. Okay, we've seen that object around a minute ago. Uh, the captain, myself, I saw it dive like 20,000 feet in seconds. The first officer didn't catch it. Now, you mean to tell me that a, a balloon and data collecting smorgasbord that's like three, what do they say, three school buses big, long, yeah. circumference-wise? Uh, it's a big, massive thing. Right. It's going to be able to dip and dive and dodge like it's on dodgeball. Yeah, I will tell you this. I've been skydiving. I've been in free fall. Mm -hmm. It took me 30 seconds to drop a mile, which is what? About 5,000 something feet. But 20,000 20, feet in seconds. And then listen what it does after it drops that quick. This big ass thing. It starts acting like a control. It can control itself. Yes, sir. Uh, that object that we're talking about that was at our three o'clock about a minute and a half ago. I saw the captain saw it dive about twenty thousand feet seconds, and then it was below us. That's what it appears now, and to our four o'clock position. So this goes on. Uh, it's on the Kansas City Star. Suspected Chinese spy balloon spotted. You can stream it all yourself. But it got all the way up to fifty thousand feet. Something that my hunting rifles couldn't couldn't shoot. Read Federal's forty six. Why does the government have weapons that can shoot that stuff down? But we can't be the people. We'll be right back in round two for a championship round here. SR1, Newstalk STL, stand and fighting. We'll be right back. Back again for round two, talking about the crazy week that was and the hopefully not as crazy week that will be. But we're still on the topic of Red Dawn. Charlie Shane is here with the Wolverines, ready to fight back. But is Joe Biden? Joe Biden is as useless as tits on a boar hog when you look <laughs> at the threat that is posed to America. You know, I, I had a call to uh, to have the governor use the uh, Air National Guard to protect us because we don't know. Is this a balloon like we just saw in Flint, Michigan, that could just explode? We I don't even know what what has been exploded over. Michigan, but it was billowing smoke or something. It was billowing something. I'm not going to put it past any nation, especially after we've seen what's going on in Wuhan in the labs that are going on there in the labs that are in Ukraine and, and all this other crazy bioweaponry. I wouldn't put it past anybody 
to put something like that, a bioweapon and a balloon, and just float it right on across to somebody that they don't like. Yeah, that you make a good point. What if there would have been like a payload in that? For all they know, yeah. uh, when you talk about with the people in Kansas City tracking and seeing uh, did it it had maneuverability with that what do you Man, that, have you heard that anywhere else no no and it almost feels like we haven't heard that anywhere else because it's intentional that they don't want anybody to hear it so when when you're looking at all the stuff that's going on what are the intentions you don't know so then why are you just going to allow it to drift through over and with Whiteman Air Force Base that is restricted airspace yeah I doubt they're just going to let, especially over military institutions, for any kind of, you know, unauthorized aircraft to just then what? Hover above, float above, whatever it's doing. Uh, dropping down, going back up, having maneuverability. Sound like Nicki Minaj twerking. <laughs> Getting all of this, this intel, you know, in an age of information, technology, and all that, that is more valuable than really any of your, uh, you know, your gold, your silvers, your oil. Mm -hmm. Data is really where the real value of anything is. Well, isn't that why they're wanting to shut down TikTok is because even Mitt Romney has come out saying, oh, well, it's a data collection entity that's going right back to China. We have to ban it. So wait a second. We, We have to ban the data collection on our phones, by which, you know, you've Facebook and all yeah. these other companies, they're collecting data, too. Who Absolutely. are they giving it to? We, we have acknowledged that this is a Chinese from the Pentagon. If you're going to believe what the federal government is saying about this, then China is responsible. China's even come out saying, well, it's not necessarily us. It's a private citizen who actually has to report all of what they find back to the Chinese government. But we can't shoot it down. And to your point, Eric, there is a pastor that I follow, a uh, former military pastor on social media. This is what he had to say about this. So a quick story, I was on the USS Carl Vincent uh, in the Navy, and um, there were times that, you know, we'd have no fly time and everybody be chill, but there would be two F-14s sitting on the deck ready at any given moment. They were there for if Russian planes or any plane that shouldn't be, especially the Russians, if they flew over, they would say launch the alert and they would send these F-14s up to escort the Russians out of that particular airspace. Okay. We got an air balloon flying over America and we ain't doing anything about it. Yo, we have an, a, a balloon they have identified as a foreign balloon above American soil gathering data and we're not doing nothing about it y'all something's wrong pastor paul for jesus you can find him all over social media but he's got a point i mean i've seen so many people whether it's family or friends that are in the military any type of threat like that in a drone uh, right. a, a plane anything a private plane <clears throat> to come from an adversary and to not do anything to know that they're collecting data and just yeah it's all right it's all right <laughs> yeah. just let it come on through they're they're uh their decisions not to shoot it down. Oh, because it might harm somebody. You can track its, you know, trajectory. You could easily shoot it down over just an empty field well, somewhere. Over the ocean when they yeah. knew that it was coming here. Over Montana, which is one of the least densely populated places. Right. Anywhere. A lot, a lot of us. And even the governor. Know that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the governor came out of Montana and said, hey, there's plenty of opportunity and, and spaces yeah. where you would have shot it down. And there's yep. no one for miles. Yep. So which if that's if that's their BS excuse, which it is, we've, we've seen yeah, the military we, say know. that. What happened with the second thing that happened yesterday or two days ago in Billings? I think it was late, late Friday. Yeah. With the explosion. And the lady saying, no, there's debris coming down. 
I want to know what happened there. I I've got so we'll many questions. Out. Yeah, this is going to be like Roswell 2.0. I just I don't understand how. You know, if they're trying to keep thing all hush hush, then why tell us it's a Chinese spy balloon? Why not just say, oh yeah, we're just you know uh, with all the climate crisis, we're just tracking the jet stream. That would have been more believable than yeah. just letting a Chinese spy balloon float through and going over all this airspace. I just, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. So I'm going to play one more clip from somebody who's more knowledgeable on this stuff than, than we are. Maybe this will clear up some of the confusion. Advisor General Keith Kellogg, do you have that type of attitude? Well, you know, uh, they're just messing with us. This is psychological warfare. No, I don't, Justine. Thanks for having me. Look, this balloon has got a package on it. Uh, that the, the package support package said. underneath it with sensors is as big as a fire truck. It's huge. It's a huge balloon, and it's sucking up information. Look, with the beauty of a balloon, and by the way, the balloons have been used in warfare since the since the 1800s. It loiters. It can sit for a long time, and it's picking up signals. It's picking up communications, and it's going over our most sensitive sites. It went over Malmstrom Air Force Base, which is home of the 341st. A missile wing, and it goes over the other two uh, wings, or missile wings. So it's going over the uh, the ICBM fields, where our 400 missiles are. Now it's over Whiteman Air Force Base, where our B-2s are. If it gets to Kings Bay, Georgia, it's a trifecta. It's hit all of the three elements of the triad. Look, this is the, Je the Chinese gathering information, and they're using the balloons the way they've been used in warfare, for observation, for intelligence, and they're gathering it. I'm with you 100%. They should have taken this thing out a long time ago. And Shoot that some bitch down. I do have a question here, though. Why the hell would that dude on national television say this balloon's flying over this air base? That's where we keep our missiles. This, and now it's over. Well, this. I mean, I think that's and common knowledge. That's that's where they're keeping it. Yeah, I still wouldn't tell them. I mean, listen well, to this though. Everybody to the point where they thought aliens were being held at, at uh, like Area Fifty One. To the point where they had this huge, you know, gathering where they were going to storm Area 51. Mm -hmm. Why would you then give people information to know, oh, hey, that we keep these things here. If it's what? part of, and then also give them, if you hit this, this, and this, the trifecta, yeah. it will just completely disable. Well, I think to his point, if, if we see this thing going over Kings Bay, Georgia, and this was uh, retired General Keith Kellogg, a former uh, national security advisor, saying, look, we, we know what these things are capable of. We know that they can collect data. And if it's if it's somebody's just random balloon that's flying across, why is it hitting, at least so far, several of our very important military bases where we keep B-12 bombers, missiles, and things like that? If it hits this one in Georgia, and it just so happens to hit another one that's right. very important, this yeah. is no conspiracy. This is no coincidence. This is intentional. Yeah. And if we were to fly... Uh, over enemy airspace, that is an act of aggression. That's what that is. If we were to take some kind of surveillance and, and fly it over North Korea or fly it over Iran, China, Russia, any of their bases and have this, and they know, like we put a big old American flag on the side of the balloon that floating around looking like the Fortnite battle bus. <laughs> you have this thing just floating around. You know who it is. You know what it's doing. That's an act of aggression. Yeah. So I would be looking at that going, okay, we need to shoot this down. We can't wait. 
if it you know if it falls if it happens to harm anyone the the state of our security in our nation uh, you know they're weighing that because mm-hmm. he even said he's he's killing all of these arguments from the left saying even if you shoot it it's going to come down very slowly so no matter whether it's a big field the ocean or you shoot the damn thing and it comes down fairly slowly you can control it with the stuff that we have let me throw one more curveball into this and get your uh your take remember few months ago when we spoke on this show, if you missed it, go back, uh, look at the SR1 app, News Talk STL, or anywhere you can find podcasts. We, we discussed the, the secret Chinese police stations that were found on American soil, including in New York City. Yeah. Well, the FBI counterintelligence has recently raided Chinese police stations, secret Chinese police stations in New York. What the hell is going on in our nation? The same thing I have to believe that the United States is also doing. You don't think we have foreign operatives, you know, uh, whether they're using their own citizens or our, you know, uh, the people in those nations. I guarantee they're doing that in other nations. So to me, finding that out, that doesn't surprise me. But if you know that they're there, to me, it's that's why you have embassies. That's, you know. I don't know. I don't. I just don't understand a police force, though. Why? Why let a police? I've heard about these. Yeah. These police stations, Chinese police stations, being in America for like the last few years. If they knew where they were to the point where they they've been raiding them now, why haven't they shut them down sooner? It, that's a like I said earlier. That's to me. It's just an act of aggression. And now you got the spy balloon. What are they preparing for? That is. That's what. That's I'm the biggest thinking. question. I mean, if this is just. You know, happenstance. Yeah. And it is connected to somebody who has to report this stuff back to China. What well, I mean, yeah, something as big and bold as a balloon. Yeah. You're going to see, I mean, you're going to see it coming. It's not like you're you're doing anything secretive. Right. But the fact that the Biden administration is like, oh, yeah, everything's hunky-dory. Doesn't do a damn thing to protect the people. It's sad. Now, I will tell you, I am no fan of electing people like George Bush, who, you know, ran intelligence agencies mike pompeo has i guess announced or is leaning towards running for president i'm no big fan of his but here's a quote that i I do have to appreciate i walked up to shake his hand and through a translator he said to me something akin to uh mr director i'm surprised you actually showed up here since and this is mike pompeo interview or being interviewed about his meeting with kim jong-un rocket man You've been trying to kill me. <laughs> I was taken aback. This was not something that we had contemplated him saying. And I decided to lean into it a little bit. And I said, well, Mr. Chairman, maybe I still am. <laughs> so, yeah, Mike Pompeo has actually said that this is a threat to our uh, intelligence. It's a threat to our safety. And, you know, he's got he's got the, the skills and the knowledge but is he in on it? I don't know. I mean, we've seen so many other times where uh, some of these records on the JFK assassination is linking President Bush to it. Yeah. You look at you look at the taking down of President Nixon. There's yeah. a bunch of uh, officials in these intelligence agencies that were part of that as well. And, but, but the thing that really pisses me off, and I'll tell you, going out in, in round two, we've only got a couple minutes left. The fact that there is a threat right now, if it is this easy for illegal immigrants to flood through our border for drug traffickers and and gangs to come through our southern border terrorists have even been coming through our southern border and now we have on the northern side 
intelligence gathering things. I mean, it could be filled with bioweapons. If it's that easy, why aren't we getting the weapons that the, the Democrats are sending over to Ukraine right now? Because I've been told AR-15s won't do a damn thing, but they're also a weapon of war. Yeah. So, I mean, where is it? The Democrats say it's a weapon of war that we shouldn't have them, but yet they're arming the, the, the people, the free people in Ukraine to defend against Russia. Well, we need to defend against something that's coming because obviously the federal government won't do it. Boots you know, on the ground in Canada. And then didn't Biden just sign that North America treaty? Yep. It, it kind something of, that we really we didn't connecting hear. Dots. I just, to me, it's just, it, it just blows your mind. All these things, it, it seems like this, it, everything's done orchestrated in, in lockstep for all of these things to happen. And to me, the, I think the, the balloon is just, I don't know, maybe they're just gathering information to see like, what's our plan of attack? Well, you always got to think, is it a red herring? Is it, is it a distraction? Because I know the Obama administration was great at that. Yeah. At all of these distractions, look at Fast and the Furious, where we were arming drug traffickers with our taxpayer paid weapons. But yeah. there was other stuff going on, so we really didn't concentrate on that. Is it a distraction? Is it an actual threat? Can it be both at the same time? What is the Biden administration doing about it? And if they continue to do nothing about it, will we the people stand up? Will the Wolverines, like in Red Dawn, you need to go see it? Um, I'm going to have to now. There's a couple of them. They live. I still haven't seen that one. Well, you're a big fan of Wolverine. Oh, absolutely. So joining a group of like... Uh, we the people protectors name the wolverines would you or would you not join yeah i would if phil and i were in it yeah absolutely okay. you actually do need to see that movie for real um, yeah. Both of them. do the, do the first one do the first one yeah i think it's in a bin a five dollar bin for both of them at walmart right now <laughs> go get it but wherever you go come right back in a few minutes after a word from our sponsors here on sr1 news talk stl keep standing keep fighting ready for round three boys back in the Midwest. Right. Governments, federal, state, and local, were only taking about 15 cents out of every dollar earned. Today, they're taking almost half of every dollar earned in the United States. Most people don't realize it because the taxes are hidden in the so-called business taxes. You know, the politician that stands up and yells, oh, let's save the little man, let's tax business, and everybody yells, hooray. They haven't figured out that every tax on business is just a part of the cost of production. The United States before the 20th century never had an income tax. Taxes were paid, excise taxes, and import taxes and a whole host of taxes, but not an income tax. You were allowed to keep the money that you earned, which sounds to me to be the moral approach to money. That stopped. It started at 1% and now it's 50%, which is what happens with everything that touches government. It grows and it grows just like the government grows and grows. Welcome back for round three. If that doesn't piss you off and make you want to throw tea overboard, I don't know what will. Nick Schroer standing and fighting with my two very good friends, Phil and Eric here in SR1, as SR1 is taking over. Taking over Sundays, every Sunday, as we are expanding from 8 to 10. We will be having before us the Rob Carter Show, which is a phenomenal show, uh, especially when it brings on the old Cardinals players. Oh, oh yeah. Scott Cooper, that was really Scott Cooper. I mean, I'm, I'm looking for Ozzie Smith, Whitey Herzog. Oh, yeah. In all of these shows, you can go back and find wherever you look for podcasts. There's 
another conservative uh, young group, young show, Talkative, which is going to be on SR1 Sundays, which lasts from 6 to midnight. We've got Last Call with uh, Ken Kruger, who, uh, Phil, I know you guys are going to have some stuff on New Zealand. Yeah, we did another interview with, uh, we did a podcast, Ken and I, for quite some time, about a year or so. Uh, we got to uh, make contact with somebody in New Zealand, uh, a gentleman named Tama, who's a native New Zealander, and he's uh, very interesting conversations we've had with him over the last year and a half. They go through things there that we we can't. They don't have first and second amendment there. You know what I mean? They they don't yeah. live they don't live the same reality we live there. No, absolutely not. When you talk about oppression, you can really see even just the little snippets that you see on the news. <laughs> the was it Jacinda? Uh, yeah. The former, I think she stepped down. Or that's she's why we down. were talking. Uh, that's why we're going to uh, talk to him. Actually, is because of uh, she's been deposed there, and she was a big problem for yeah, the for absolutely. The and now you have this other guy taking over, and I think it's just going to be more of the same. That's exactly what I expected him to yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. it's just more of the same. Now you said it's it's been raining there for a long period. Yeah, this is one of the things he wants to talk about is the fact that uh, they believe that the weather's being. Um, Manipulated, oh, wow. you know, controlled yeah. there. It Cloud seeding. Yeah, and uh, for the last six months there, they've been having uh, a, a lot of, uh, you know, basically they've had rain for six months, essentially. Is oh, what gosh. And, and, and it's causing these landslides and major events and earth shifting and things that are oh, is basically wow. uh, what I believe from the, ref, the research I've done, you know, preceding the, speaking to him is my guess would be that they're trying to get uh, populations to centralize. Hmm. And get the, in other words, get the rural people yeah. out because that seems to be where the damage is being done, from what I read. And uh, if you look it up, if you look at what's going on in New Zealand and what's been going on there, I mean, it is, it, I don't even know. It's people, we're we're so far from them geographically, but we're like a thousand times further yeah. in, in the media. Uh, mm. You know, Sky News is over there. They're really good. They give us some stuff that, that we can bite on. But until you talk to somebody who's there, I know a, a, a girl that I've known for a really long time lives in Mooney Ponds, which is over in Australia. Mooney Ponds. She's kind of off the grid with me right now. We had been in touch during the pandemic early on, uh, but she was going through things there that we were only imagining. You know, the the... the the fascist type of uh, law and you know can't leave your house yeah. get caught you're in real trouble absolutely you're not armed no one down under is armed anywhere down there at, at least they're not supposed to be uh, but uh, I expect this would be a good conversation but yeah like you said um, this. And what uh, time is that going to be on uh, Ken Kruger's show last call is, is on right after yeah yeah, yeah it's uh, yeah exactly it's on it's the closer basically it's <laughs> so don't go anywhere speaking of last calls um, I, I wish Joe Biden would bow out I wish he would give us his last call in Kamala and AOC and all of them. But there was a last call this week for uh, a member of Congress that I'm actually applauding the Republicans for doing something right for a change. In this vote, the eyes are 218, the nays are 211, with one answering present. The resolution is adopted. And with that, Elaine Omar. And the squad members are pissed off since she is now taken off the Foreign Intelligence Committee. Somebody who doesn't like America, who wants death to America, who on the record has said so many times that our allies in America are in the wrong. Which, look, when we are in the wrong, call it out. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think that that individual needs to be on the Foreign Relations Committee uh, when it, it, it's clear, it's evident that 
that person does not want what's best for our nation. So it's going to be interesting as now the, uh, the, the, the script has kind of flipped. The Republicans control the House. And now you have AOC, Corey Bush right behind her doing all of the, this theater. It is theater. <laughs> I saw AOC uh, trying to do this, you know, emotional and, you know, captivating speech. She's bouncing around like she's leading the congregation. It is. It's just all theater. Yeah, there's an analogy, jump, jump in the shark. You know where that comes from, right? Yeah. It comes from happy days, right? I consider that was, that was AOC's. That was her jumping the shark moment. She jumped the shark, yeah. Yeah, that was it. It's, I think it's that was the real sign that for her and maybe even the squad, the whole concept of these new young ones coming in and and and, and taking over Pelosi's house, which yeah. essentially took over her. But they got rid of her uh, some, yeah, to some absolutely. degree. I think she's been she was kind of shut down when by the time the squad got there. But no, I mean, there's not a lot of diversity when you look at the squad. <laughs> no, there's not. No, that sure is. And they always mention it. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hang my head on this for a second. <clears throat> and I actually reached for my head. I don't know why. <laughs> that was it. a very strange. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what happened there. But uh, speak. Speaking of that, people of color. She mentioned in her speech, which I'm not going to play any of. I'm not going to give it any airtime. Thank you. But she <laughs> she mentioned people of color, and they say it in a way to exclude Caucasian people. Yeah. Well, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> Number one, where did it, historically where did it come from? I know you know individuals. In my grandparents' era, would say colored people or colored folk, but what color are we? We're not clear. Mm-hmm. There is a color assigned to us. And when yeah. you open the box, it's not like, all right, here's all the colors that match all of these ethnicities and cultures. But the Caucasians, since you can't see them, they're over here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would either have to be camouflage or clear. And I know it's a silly point I'm making. But they've wordsmithed every damn thing from pro-choice instead of pro-murder or pro-abortion to gun violence rather than going after the psychopaths that aren't being yeah. prosecuted by the George Soros-funded prosecutors. I mean, and that's what exactly what they're doing here. It's when you read the Communist Manifesto, and this week I sat on the Senate floor waiting, waiting to be called on. The Democrats took control of the floor. We introduced a bill uh, for debate, which enacts the Parents' Bill of Rights allows for or mandates a transparency portal where the schools must put in where your money's going, what type of curriculum, what books are being used, um, so on and so forth. And it gets rid of indoctrination like CRT and Project 1619. Democrats took to the floor and I had the, the Communist Manifesto with me, hoping somebody would call on me, hoping somebody would try to challenge some of these things that I've said on here on Stand and Fight. But they didn't. And we we hit the pause button on that bill. Hopefully, we'll come back uh, immediately once we go back into session. I could tell you were bummed. When I, I was yeah. bummed. I was ready for the <laughs> I fight. Was, I was there. I saw. Uh, yeah, right, you right. sitting there, got your popcorn, just waiting. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to filibuster our own bill, which is a right. good bill. But there were so many terrible things. And going back to what they're doing here with with the wordsmithing, it's all about separation. It's all about oppressor versus the oppressed. Mm-hmm. Who's the oppressor? Well, it's the the people that are not in this cohort of colored people, according to Critical Race Theory, according to Project 1619. And the thing that appalled me is that the Democrats, maybe they see it, maybe they don't. But when you call them out on that, that, look, you were you were pitting classes. This is class warfare. This is very common when you look at the rules for Marxism, when you are rules for radicals, when you look at Marxism, when you look at the Communist Manifesto. Yes, they they all have different uh, attributes. 
well, everything that I just mentioned, but they all go down to class warfare. That's exactly what it is. It's not racism, it's classism. That's what they are trying to do. They're they're bringing up from what I've seen, they're they're getting all the minorities to to band together to eliminate the greater threat to what the the communists or the marxists are trying to to accomplish. And then once you get them and and I've been I was thinking about this the last few days with with everything that's going on, whether it's the trans, the the LGBTQ, with everything through it, they're not fighting for acceptance. They're fighting for submission. Yeah. Because what they're trying to do is they're limiting your speech. They let they limit anything that goes against their ideology as as hate speech. When on the other token, they're allowed to say the most ugly, disgusting, yeah. despicable things they want about me about my religion about my faith or whatever lifestyle i choose so how is it that you can sit there and tell me i have to accept your way of life but you will refuse to accept mine that's well, let me pause because uh, yes i, I laid up the other night heated. thinking oh it gets me heated as well real quick yeah i do agree instead of racism it is classism you're putting these people in classes but at the same time and I, I've been one to admit that I don't believe that there is any sort of privilege merely based upon the color of your skin no. or your gender or, or sex. I'm, I'm sorry. I hate the word gender. That's another word. <laughs> yeah. But based upon your, your sex. But I, I will say based upon where you are monetarily, if you come from a very rich, very wealthy family, I do think there's some privilege there. Sure. That. Others, you know, in the lower classes don't have. But it's funny that the, that's something that they don't recognize within the, this hybrid of communism here. Yeah. Because when you look at where CRT, where critical race theory stems from, it started in the Frankfurt School. The Frankfurt School that was in Germany. The original name for the Frankfurt School was supposed to be the School for Marxism. Yeah. And it was founded by all of these people that hated capitalism and wanted to usher through Marxism. They came out with uh, critical theory that morphed into critical legal studies, which found its way into our, our uh, law schools and higher education. And now critical race theory, which is still premised on the idea of the oppressor versus the oppressed. Yeah, it is still anti-capitalism. And that's why there are so many people that you can find on social media that do not like Black Lives Matter, that do not like, and I'm talking civil rights leaders that Absolutely. don't like Black Lives Matter, that don't like uh, all of these other movements. Uh, and even in um, Columbia, Columbia, Missouri, where they took this diversity lunch that was about black history. And instead of discussing black history like they have in so many other uh, years with bringing kids to this diversity lunch, all of a sudden they had drag queens. What does drag queens have to do with uh, with Black History Month? In Florida, you see the governor, Ron DeSantis, fighting against what the left is trying to say is black history. And he's even stated, he goes, look, black history, we want mandated. We want it taught. Yeah. We want it clear in full history taught. But when you start adding a second portion of the, the black history course into the curriculum in Florida, that happens to do with LGBT and trans and and nothing to do with black history. Absolutely. <laughs> well, that's how, that's what the left's doing. They're, they're using that. And they've even said on the Senate floor this week, we don't want as Republicans or uh, non-colored folk. We don't want critical race theory taught because we don't want black history taught. That's not even true at all. We didn't have CRT whenever I was growing up in school, and yet I know 
about the horrors uh, that that they had to go through and the fact that their human and civil rights were they were non-existent. I knew the suffering that they had to go through. But why instead of showing, hey, this is where we were and this is where you are now, you actually had a black man sitting at the highest position in this free country and you still want to sit there and just say every single person of color is a victim. Why do you want them to have this victim mentality and make them feel like, woe is me, I can't do anything because I'm a victim? No, you're taking away all of their strength, all of the positives everything that they fought for from the time that they were in bondage to now you're taking everything away from them saying yeah that was that was for nothing because guess what white man still got you down and now you're 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 penalizing me and and, and that same breath they're pushing for and i'm saying the left the left is pushing for everything that you just said but because of that, we need to segregate once again. Yeah, now yeah. we have college groups yep. that are saying, well, if you're white, you cannot come in here. They are repeating history in that history. We will be covering this year. Now that we are expanded to two hours on News Talk STL SR1. This is Nick Schroer standing and fighting. Stick with us.